allegations that the Finders cult was connected to American intelligence and also was trafficking children. In that documentary, I interviewed one of the founding members of the Finders, the right-hand man of the founding member, Marion Petty. I interviewed a man known as Toby Terrell. He was the spokesman for the Finders back in the 80s when the original scandal began, and he still to this day speaks as a representative of the Finders. He has written a book about the Finders, and in the first documentary, I was able to track him down in Florida and sit down and interview him for about an hour. I featured that interview in the documentary, and I also released the full version of that interview afterwards. Both of those interviews will be linked below. Now, in that interview, when I was talking to Toby Terrell, I had only been investigating the Finders cult for a couple of months at that time. This is in August 2018. And I didn't know all the facts that I know now or that I would learn in my investigation. And so I pretty much let Mr. Terrell say what he needed to say and put that in the documentary. And then I did my investigation. After I concluded my investigation, released the documentary, I came to realize that some of the statements Mr. Toby Terrell told me did not line up with what I was seeing in the police documents from the Tallahassee Police Report to the Washington Metro Police Department and other documents. In this interview, Mr. Terrell clearly states that he and the finders had nothing to do with child trafficking, that they were not connected to any intelligence agencies. He says the whole thing is just a bunch of conspiracy theories. Well, recently I was in Florida again and I had the opportunity to sit down with Mr. Terrell and give him a chance to continue the conversation. And I'm going to show you this interview. I want to preface this by saying, as you will hear, it's clear Mr. Terrell did not like my documentary, Who Will Find What the Finders Hide. He thinks that the conclusions I have drawn are wrong. And I press him a little bit further on some of these issues. And I'm going to play the entire interview. There might be times where the camera cuts out, but the audio continues. Please forgive me, my batteries needed changing. But you will hear the entire interview and see most of it from Mr. Terrell himself. Now, what I want to add before you hear this interview is, my documentary was released in February 2019. Later that year, in October 2019, the FBI randomly started dropping finders files. They did three document dumps from February, uh, excuse me, from October 2019 to February 2020, and these were hundreds and hundreds of pages, more than 400 pages of documents related to the finders, heavily redacted. But even with the heavy redactions, there was more information that we were able to glean from uh, the documents that are available, and these include where certain officials are writing that the CIA and the Foreign uh, Counterintelligence Agency were involved in a cover-up of this investigation into the Finders. There's other claims that uh, the Finders, as we previously explored, were part of the CIA and they had gone rogue. Um, there's accusations of cover-ups. These things are all in the documents, right? And as I reported in the documentary, the Tallahassee Police Department also reported that two of the children had signs of sexual abuse. And this is something I confront Mr. Terrell on. So now that my documentary was released and the FBI has released new files, this is giving us a chance to continue and follow up with the story. And as I mentioned, Mr. Terrell does not seem to have an interest in exploring the theories around the finders. And he wholeheartedly denies everything that has been said that I have reported and others have reported. But ultimately, it's up to you to decide. Do you believe Mr. Terrell? Do you believe the police documents? And is this all a big mix-up? Or is this truly a case of cover-up of child trafficking and intelligence connections within the U.S. government? As my reporting shows, I believe the latter. But I'll let the interview speak for itself. 
Thank you so much for supporting my work. If you haven't seen the documentary, Who Will Find What the Finders Hide, I encourage you to go back and watch that. And please listen to this interview with an open mind. Let us know what you think, and we will continue this investigation to find out what the finders hide. Good, sure. But uh, I, I want to talk for about five minutes in the beginning. Sure. Okay? Sure. And this is a great opportunity for you. Sure. Really is. So you would like to share for about five minutes, and then I can ask you these two questions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, yeah. Okay. Uh, but the reason it's a great inter- opportunity for you is that uh, what do you think the difference is between a great journalist, you're, you, you want to get this down, you, you want to record this because this is important for journalists. I think it's definitely uh, an important subject that obviously like that I've, myself you, you, and others you, care you, about. You consider yourself a journalist, right? Absolutely. Okay. You know, trying to share people, share the facts yeah. with people and let them, you know, which is why we wanted to talk with you last time. and. Well, let the, people the make up their own mind. The, the, the average journalist and the great journalist is that a great journalist acknowledges when he is wrong. Sure. Is that and, something you think I need to do? And your conclusions about the finders are wrong. So that's why I wanted to follow up with you. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely let you if you want to share, say, you know, your five minutes of, resp- I guess, response yeah. to the documentary, so and then I, I can follow know, up with two I questions. I thought I had good rapport with you. I liked you. Sure, you sure. seem like a very nice guy. But somehow or other, you, you, you got the wrong idea what the finders were about. The finders were a utopian community that recognized the kind of turmoil that the earth is now in and wanted to do something about it. So we experimented with different ways of living together and raising children so that they would be able to cope with the kind of nonsense that the world has now fallen into. So You could call it a failed experiment, but you can't call it a conspiracy to do the kind of things that the conspiracy theorists online accuse the finders of being. We were not that. We were a utopian community that was founded on higher principles than making more money and living a life of comfort. There's a difference between a truth seeker and a comfort seeker. We were truth seekers. So I hope that when you ask me questions, like you said you had a couple of questions, that's great. Glad to answer them. I hope that you will take the answers within the context of what I have just said. Sure. Because I'm telling you the truth. And and I hope that you will re-examine the nonsense that is online about the finders. It's, it's absurd stuff that is put online because of some kind of a problem that the people who put it online have with themselves. 
has nothing to do with who we were. So go ahead and ask me your questions, and I hope that they will not just be questions that you can grab a hold of and use to reinforce the conclusions that you have already reached. Sure. Well, I want to say just on the record that I do appreciate you, you know, being willing to have a second follow-up and um, none of the conclusions in the documentary were anything I pulled out of my own head or anything like that. And so that's why I would like to follow up with you because the last time I was here, I had only just begun to research the finders. I barely, you know, kind of knew a little bit, which is why I was like, oh, it's great that you're here and I get to learn more through the experience. And um, since that time, I've learned a lot more. In fact, since our documentary was released and our interview with you, you might be aware that the FBI started releasing finders files. They released yeah. more than 500 pages of files. So my questions are specifically related to those documents. Not anything anybody online is saying, but from FBI files and documents, okay? okay. So these documents include the Tallahassee police reports, and the medical examiners clearly say there was signs of sexual abuse. Your response to that? The, yes, the, the, that was the first report. But if you go back two days later, I think it was two days later, but very shortly later, they would they withdraw that and said they made a mistake that there had been no child sexual abuse. Check that out. So the first medical examiner, is, is it the assumption that they made a mistake so the second examiner was more correct? I yes, the second examiner said there'd been no sexual abuse for the children. So the first uh, examiner describes clear signs of penetration by either fingers or, you know, something uh, in Mary, I believe, and as well as one of the child not being able to keep their bowels in, which they said was from sodomy. Oh, that's so absurd. I never heard that part. It's, of it's in the Tallahassee police report, which has all been, you know, like I said, released by now. So I just want to give you an opportunity to respond to what the reports say. Again, not me, not conspiracy theorists yeah. online, but what the police documents say themselves. It, the, I've, I've never heard that, that they gave the details of that, but yeah. Mary was a what, five-year-old child or whatever. And imagine a five-year-old child who has been raised in a very free environment, living outside in nature, and, and had been given the freedom uh, to live the life that she wanted. And suddenly she's taken by the police away from her parents. Her father was there, one of the people, and, and is put into a laboratory, and some stranger comes along with stainless steel cold instruments and begins looking at her private parts. Imagine what that did to that child. And then to come out and say there had been penetration, I mean, that I have no idea whether she penetrated herself or something, but it certainly had nothing to do with the finders or the, or the people who were taking care of her. And then look back at the report a couple of days later that said that was a mistake, that there had been no sexual penetration or whatever. I think you would probably, like most people acknowledge, that seems like a pretty big mistake to imagine or, mis you know, like, not to say that the second examiner didn't say what you're saying, but does that 
seem like you, you might see why people are okay well the first report says this maybe a couple days later somebody else says something different but how do you imagine these details you know how did that where did that come from I mean, obviously you don't know but do you understand what I'm getting at why people see that and are like hey look this is the documentation of what it says in the original what, what Tallahassee your, Police Report what is your agenda to to be questioning this I mean the the I'm just looking at the police documents and trying to make heads or tails of what really happened. Obviously, talking to people like yourself, talking to people like the customs agent, Ramon Martinez, who filed the report, talking to people involved well, in these things. I was fired for incompetence. Fired for incompetence. In his view, he would say his career was destroyed because he tried to bring things to the table that nobody wanted to hear. That's his perspective. <clears throat> I used to work for the IRS. Did you know that? Yeah, you told us that. I was a, an investigator. Suppose I went out and, and I tried to assess some tax against a taxpayer and my supervisor says, well, well where is the evidence? What, how, why do you want to assess that? And, and I say, well, I saw it. And he says, yeah, but if we're going to take this guy to court, I can't do it because you said you saw this document. It, what kind of an investigator says they saw something and doesn't document it? I mean, that. What did he see? He said he saw saw that that we were ordering children. He says he saw pictures of naked children. He said instructions from buying children from China, detailed financial records, a number of different things. And buying he's, children from China. This is what he says he saw. And he also says that when he went back to go view the evidence, he was not allowed to see the evidence again that had been collected. I found so who kept him from seeing it? The D.C. Metro Police. And this kind of leads to my second question, is that Ramon Martinez, I'm sure you know, his story is that when he went back to go review the evidence... No, again, I'd never heard that. Okay. You you said that you're interested in, in learning more about the findings. Yes. And, and um, you said you'd picked up a little more after the, after the previous interview. Why don't you ask me some questions about what the finders were all about. Well, I've, I've read your book, and I've, you know, based on our last conversation, I've gathered, you know, what you say it is. But I did have one more question that was where we were going with what you kind of were talking about there. Well, so, with the, I'll be glad to answer one more question, but I, I don't want that one question to, to mean the end of the inter interview and you all go running off somewhere. We are unfortunately on short time, so if you don't want me to ask any questions, I don't want to, you know, sour your day or anything, but... It is, like, I think, an important piece well, of the puzzle you're, that you're, we have the documentation. The questions that you were asking me are not questions that are aimed at understanding the finders and determining whether you have a... I'm, I'm trying to understand why what you told me last time conflicts what I have now with government documents. The second question is, there's clear... In two different police reports, we have two different officers saying that the CIA intervened in the, the investigation as well as the Foreign Counterintelligence Agency. That is not my words. It's not conspiracy theorists online. It is in government documents, clearly written. We have this all now once the FBI started releasing the, releasing the files. So I'm asking you as somebody who says that's hogwash to respond. Give me the wording. I didn't catch that. He, the officer who's redacted and unnamed says specifically that the investigation had been taken over by the CIA and had become an internal CIA matter, and they also mentioned the Foreign Counterintelligence Agency. 
and from that point on it was you know and then of course we have the 90, 1992 investigation where they looked at it again but it doesn't change the fact that we have the police thing, documentation that says yeah. that you know I, I would go back and check that a little further because I've never heard that the CIA said that they had taken over the investigation this is the CIA does the not have authority the CIA does not have the authority to tell the FBI that they are taking over an investigation they don't have the authority to tell the, the Tallahassee or the D.C. police department that they are taking over. I, I mean, I don't want to debate like who has which well, chain of command. Debate. I'm just telling you what the document says. What I'm you know. saying is go back and check your facts. I've, I've, I just reread it before we came here. So it, it, it didn't. I've, I've never reading. heard that they said they were taking over the investigation. They said that something about it was an internal matter yes. that, that they had considered line. it but there was another there's another part in the report that we have now from we have Tallahassee police report we have the metro report we have the um, the F, some of the FBI documents they're heavily redacted and i've spent hours pouring through every single page and i've spent hours re- talking with Ramon Martinez as well as some of the off- other officers involved and so again i'm giving you an opportunity to say like you're saying this isn't what it is all i know is what the document says in writing, right? I, you know, I can't say, hey, maybe this guy was wrong or whatever, but, but this and is this a chance question for you is, to respond. It, this question is directed toward trying to reach a conclusion that the that the finders were part of the no, CIA. No. I'm not after a specific conclusion other than to say if what you're saying is accurate, that this has all been misunderstood, then how do you explain away the references to intelligence agencies' involvement in the case? I don't know how that they were involved in the case. The FBI was involved in the case because they they we were accused of kidnapping, uh, and the CIA was never involved in any case as far as I know. But it's in the documents written by some of the police officers. Written that in their final report, there's a summary report that lists everything that's happened. And one thing they said is that they don't trust you. That when you guys say the finders are going to break up, that that's something you guys that they shouldn't believe. That there's more likely that they're going to break apart and splinter into well, different groups. Conclusion, but the so, finders so don't break up. I'm asking you to you know kind of clarify why this officer's conclusion in this summary report is incorrect, right? Because as far as I can see, there's a government document that says there's an officer confirming that there was some sort of higher entity, whether that's CI or FCCI, who squashed the investigation. For what reason, I can't claim to know. I'm just trying to figure out well, if that's not what you say. If you know, if it's not what you say it is, if it's not what they say it is, then what you know, what is the situation? Well, the investigation was never quashed. The investigation went on until they concluded that we had broken no laws. And, and that the mothers and the children were reunited and the, the, the whole mess about they didn't know who the children were and all that, that was all resolved. The mothers went and got the children. Yes, I know that. And, and so somebody got this notion, I don't know where that came from, um, that we were kidnappers. I mean... And it comes from that, the documents, Toby. It's not like that people are picking this out. And look, they, those I, documents I, I, could be wrong. I'm it. saying it comes from the documents and from Ramon Martinez. And what, I know you, documents? you say that somebody 
assumed you guys were kidnapping kids or things like that but it's not just somebody random it's in these police documents the accusations of it and then there's Ramon Martinez so people are trying to figure out okay they, is this a case of mistaken identity that we were not kidnappers that's what we've been told but yeah. obviously people don't necessarily trust that that view right and again when don't trust who don't trust that view that the case was truly deeply investigated well, okay. to what extent you know that's some kind of what there's skepticism some people don't trust the, the the federal government at all they don't trust the congress uh, but you know some congressmen brought up the whole thing again years later yeah. and went back into the whole investigation of the finders and still they didn't find anything i mean you who that is true. The, the second investigation did conclude that you guys were not involved well, in anything. The FBI say, said we were not criminals and yeah. there was no kidnapping. or. And we or acknowledge that in the documentary. I say as much, that there was a second investigation that concluded and, that there was no wrongdoing. And then the U.S. Congress said the same thing. So, so who? But there were several congressmen calling for an investigation. And there were people at the time, I found the quotes from the news articles, neither one of the congressmen are still alive, but they did say, hey, there's involvement of the CIA in this, we need to look deeper. And I don't know what they knew or why they felt that, but those are statements that people see. And here we are 30 years later, and people are like, I still have questions, right? So that's why, to me, it was important to include you in that. You know? sure. sure. Do I look like a kidnapper? I, mean, I have you... no idea what a kidnapper looks like. Well, but what what is your... Your intuition. You're you're talking to me. You're looking me I, in the I eye. Don't, I don't know you, Toby. I don't know you, and I've and, known a and, lot of people in my life, and sometimes they can turn out to be not what you are. I don't know. I'm not here to judge you or assess you as a person. I'm just here to say, here's what the documents say. If you're saying the wrong, then you say the wrong, and that's that. And I'll put that on the record. Hey guys, I followed up with Toby, well, uh, and this know, is what he says. You know, that's all I, I can do, right? I mean, because I, I can show no, people. No, you can do more. You can do more. I can't deny what the documents say. That's what I can't do. Well, what I can ask what your urging, opinion of them, though. What I'm urging you to do is this. Don't give documents a higher priority to knowing the truth than what you have in your heart. And if you can look me in the eye and think that I am a criminal or a, a kidnapper or any of that based on something other than your own feelings, then you have work to do on who you are inside of your own heart. I appreciate the advice and I appreciate that. I'm not, again, I'm not here to judge you or say what you may or may not be. You started the conversation by saying what a good journalist is and what I've known is it's somebody that does ask questions. So it might be uncomfortable to you know, come here and ask well, you about I this. I said that I like you. And That's I, well, what I, and I want to make it clear though, because I'm not. I didn't just embrace the finder's narrative and just start putting up crap. I came to talk to you two times now. I reached out to Ramon Martinez. Okay. I reached out to ex-members of the Finders. You know, I've actually communicated, and I looked at the documents. I didn't just say look at the documents like some people online. I bothered to communicate. I came here to reach out to you. Well, you know, good. So well, I, I urge you to to reach out to more people and and I will. And then I, and then see whether it, it's possible that there is something going on in this country sure. that is based on fear. Well, there definitely is that happening. Okay. Like, I'm and, with you and, on that. And it births 
lots of nonsense. Sure, but the also the other thing is, outside of the finders and yourself and any involvement you may have or this group, any of that, putting that all aside, these things do happen. There are clear examples of government involvement in trafficking children and covering up cases. I have other cases, the Franklin scandal, I was involved in investigating Jeffrey Epstein before most people knew his name. These things, and Epstein, and plenty of other stories, those are not rare. Those are not uncommon. So it may be the case that you're saying this is a total misunderstanding. It's been 30 years of people bothering you about something that's unfortunate. And if that's the case, well, then I'm sorry about the deal with that. But you have to understand that people aren't just making shit up. Like They're looking at other realities, and they're looking at pictures that don't seem to line up. And maybe sometimes they're making mistakes. I think so. I think a lot of people do have fear, and they look at for places, and they imagine things, perhaps. But that doesn't mean this doesn't happen. It absolutely does happen. So, I mean, that's why people are so well, it hot about it. Well, it didn't happen to us. And that's all I wanted you to say. That's all I, I want you to say that again. Like, I'm returning here to say, hey, it's been three years since my documentary. There's new documents out. You have a chance now to respond to them, and you stand by where you stand. And that's that's that. People can make up their mind if they don't yeah, want to believe you. you if they the, don't want the, to. the finders were the very opposite of mistreating children. Sure. We were trying to create a community in which children could be free. And, and determine their own future. It, what can I say more than that? It's, it, we were the very opposite of what we were, we were accused of being. We were trying to raise children differently than the culture that has created the problems that we are now suffering.